Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Homeschool with Moxie podcast, where our goal is to inspire and encourage you with actionable strategies to take you from overwhelmed to confident in your homeschool adventure. I'm your host, Abby Banks, and this is episode 176. This episode is brought to you by the Tuttle Twins. Right now, as you're listening to this podcast, when it goes live this week only, they are running their back to school sale. So you definitely want to head on over and get the books that you've been eyeing for a while and get them at a discounted rate. My fourth grader's favorite subject this year is her American history because we are using America's History, a series of Tuttle Twin stories, and it takes her from the year 1215 to 1776, but it doesn't feel dry and boring. It's super engaging, and it doesn't just talk about dry facts. It's really the why, the the things kids are curious about, like why did things happen the way they did? And so she loves this book, and I would have loved to have it for my older kids if it had been around, but it's brand new this year and I know you'll love it. But if you want to start out with something smaller, grab their other things. They have books for teens, choose your consequence books, and they have different books about entrepreneurship and heroes and logical fallacies. And then of course, their classic children's books, which your kids will absolutely love. My kids pull them off the bookshelf and read them multiple times. So all this to say, in our home, we really love the Tuttle Twins and I think you'll love them too. It's a great time time to do a little Christmas shopping while they're running their back to school sale. You can find them at 41more.com forward slash Tuttle Twins. Welcome to episode 176. Today I wanted to do a little pep talk. Maybe it's for me. Maybe it's for you. You might be a new homeschool mom and you really need to hear this. You could be a veteran homeschool mom like I am and you still need to hear this. And so basically today is going to be a short solo episode and I just want to chat about what to do when the start of your homeschool year isn't all butterflies and roses. <laughs> Did you start your year yet? Some of you started maybe way back a few weeks ago. Some of you are waiting till after Labor Day. We just started this week and you know, our first few days have been meh. <laughs> They've just been eh, like not great. And you know what? I want you to know that that's normal. Sometimes when we're looking at social media or hearing about these, you know, oh, she's such a great homeschool mom. Her homeschool just must be so perfect. And her kids do everything without complaining and everything is just wonderful. And I want you to know that that rarely ever happens. I know it's really hard right now because everyone's putting these pictures on Facebook, with like these gorgeous homeschool rooms. They look like they could be in a magazine. Every piece of furniture matches. They've got this huge room and everyone has their own workstation and the books are color coded and like, it's just amazing. And I don't even like my house doesn't look like that. I don't like go out and buy new furniture and like, it's just, it's kind of hard to see, isn't it? And so if you're falling into that too, where you're like, Hey, we just sit at the kitchen table. I want you to know I'm in that club too. We sit at the kitchen table. The 
banged up kitchen table that we've had for a long time. And you know, what's another scratch? It's just full of scratches. I mean, here's the thing. I don't want you to be discouraged because it's easy once you get all your expectations up and think, okay, we're going to have this amazing school year. And then your first few days feel terrible. You might even feel like, boy, I'm a failure, or maybe I am not cut out for this. But I want you to know that the beginnings of the year is, it just is normal to feel this way. It's normal to have bumps. It's normal for people not to be in the, in a good mood. It's funny, like, you know, you'd think first day of school, you'd be up early and be refreshed and all this. Well, we had a busy weekend and we were in another town visiting my mom. And, you know, the next day was our first day of school. And I said, okay, guys, our first day of school is tomorrow. The first thing I want everyone to do is sleep in. (laughs) So we literally slept in. We didn't start on time. We didn't do everything. It was a really lazy start, but that's okay. I think we have to give ourselves permission to to do those things, right? If I would have gotten up at the crack of dawn and made everyone do everything, it would have been miserable. And it already wasn't wonderful. It was a little rough, but that's normal. I remember even being a classroom teacher and the first days of school, the first few weeks were very chaotic sometimes. I mean, they were not smooth. And so don't expect everything to be perfect. If you haven't started already and you want some advice, I would say stagger starting all your subjects and ease into it. So instead of starting day one and going, okay, everyone's doing everything and we're doing a full day, stagger it, figure out like what's most important, probably math, probably some kind of language arts, maybe something fun that you're looking forward to, you know, your history or science or your read aloud, just do a few things. Let everyone ease into those things. Let everyone get used to it for a few days and then add something else. You know, maybe the next week add another subject or two and just keep adding, depending obviously on the age of your kids. When you have high schoolers, it gets a little more tricky and they kind of need to get everything in. Um, But I would say ease into it. And don't make yourself go crazy. So my main message here today is you're not alone. The first few days, if they are not great, that's normal. It's okay. Pick yourself up, figure out if you need to change things, tweak things, you know, make better routines, all those, all those things play a part. Sometimes it's just being tired. Sometimes it's just having something new to learn and a new curriculum that everyone feels like it's a little clunky at first. That's to be expected. But don't feel like your whole year is doomed because your beginning of your of your homeschool year didn't get off to a perfect start. And then my other bit of, of advice for you, other than staggering starting all your subjects, would be to establish expectations early. So what I mean by this is, If you start out with sloppy expectations where you don't expect your kids to put their effort in and you don't expect them to write neatly and you don't expect them to actually complete the things, it's going to get worse by the end of the year. You do need to start with high expectations because we know naturally through the year, sometimes things get looser, but it's better to start with those expectations early and ask the question, do my kids know what to do when they finish a subject? Do they know what, you know, how to, you know, 
get my help if I'm helping a sibling? Do they know when their day is done? Do they know where their supplies are? All these things go into making your school year run smoother. And I have lots of resources about this on my site. I've talked about different aspects of this on the podcast. So search on my site at 41more.com and search for things like routines or chore systems or Trello or work boxes. All of these things will help you have a more um, peaceful and productive year. But as we wrap up, I'm kind of reminding myself of this right now, and I want to remind you as well. Think of your why. Always go back to your why. Why are you homeschooling? Okay, so the day might be hard, but what is your why? What is your priority right now? And priorities change in every season and every year, a homeschool year is going to look different. So last September, when we had just started our homeschool year, our whole family got COVID and my husband had it the worst and it took a good month for us all to get over it. So that really threw a loop into the beginning of our year last year. But we had to step back and realize it's okay. Like school's here. We'll get to it. We actually homeschooled through COVID, which was crazy. We didn't actually lose hardly any time, which was looking back. I can't believe we did that, but we did. Um, You know, so that was a little crazy. This year, um, my mom is being diagnosed with probably having cancer and she lives a couple hours away. And I know that I want to be there for her and be able to help her through this and help my family. And so, you know, that's becoming my priority in this season. So I know homeschooling is going to fit in there and I know we're going to make it work, but I'm starting my year this year with a different kind of challenge, but I'm reminding myself the family is the most important thing. Having my kids here, having, being able to homeschool them, being able to be there for my mom and help her through this, you know, this is my priority right now. And I didn't think it was going to be the main focus of my of my fall and the starting of the school year, but it is. And that's the beauty of homeschooling that you can fit life around. It fits into your life, right? It is your life. Like this is what we do. And it doesn't have to, you know, take the family doesn't have to take second place to education. Like it can all fit in and whatever your goals are, whatever your priorities are, whatever your you know family struggles are right now, it can all fit in with homeschooling. You can still do a wonderful job this year and you can be flexible and adjust as you need to, to, to fit in, you know, with whatever uh, challenges you find yourself facing. So this is my little pep talk. As you start your year, don't let a bad day or two at the beginning throw you off. Make changes if you need to. Realize what your most important priorities are and enjoy your enjoy your kids. Enjoy your The freedom you have to homeschool, I think it's just the best thing ever. If you guys need to sleep in, sleep in. I love, you know, no one said you have to get up and start at eight o'clock. And that's definitely our family loves to sleep in. We just function better when we get a really good night's sleep. So this is my pep talk, maybe more for me than for you, but I hope it's encouraged some of you out there that need to hear this. And if you don't have a Pinterest perfect homeschool room, that's just amazing. If you're just sitting at the kitchen table with the, the baby and the toddler and everyone and you know the cup of milk and all this, that's okay. And that's real life. And that's working for you. I mean, we've done the kitchen table for literally years and years and years. And that's just, that's just the best place for us to do it too. So don't feel less than if you you know, are looking around and, and, be, and are feeling like, okay, I'm not doing a good enough job or I'm not as good as she is at this. Don't do that. 
There are no show notes today for this episode, but definitely check out the Tuttle Twins while they're running their sale. You can find that at 41more.com forward slash Tuttle Twins. And be sure to join us again next week when we bring back another episode to hopefully encourage and inspire you and give you actionable strategies as you tackle this new homeschool year. Thanks for listening in today. And in the meantime, happy homeschooling.